Hi. Hey. I'm Gavin. And I'm Claire. And this is Swipe Left, Swipe Left. Now, before we start this episode, if you haven't already listened to the trilogy of Ella, it will be worth you going back and having a listen before you listen to this. We always wanted to get the other side of the story. And so we take it upon ourselves to get in touch with Ella. And here she is. So I'm Ella, Archie's love interest, I guess you could call it that. Ex-love interest, yeah, yeah, of course. It was quite a long time ago now, but um, I still remember it fondly. We were in the same drama class, like arts and drama. I remember him being a bit of a clown and jumping around everywhere. Oh, I liked Archie the first time I met him. I thought he was really sweet and, like, yeah, he was uh, crazy. But I thought that was quite sweet and endearing. So, first things first. We wanted a little bit of fact-checking. So we played Ella some clips of Archie's story to check her reaction. You know, you know, you just know sick is sick is coming. <laughs> it's coming. There's nothing you can do. I literally just run into the corner of the room and there's no door there. It's just like a it's, a, it's a, it's kind of a door to the boiler and I'm like, fuck, okay, wrong thing. And I like blitz across the other side of the room and then I see the door and I literally grab the door and the door handle comes off and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, like what am I going to do? Gonna do? <laughs> yeah, so my mum's house is falling apart so just to make it a lot harder for Archie to get out of the room, the door handle definitely fell off the door. <laughs> And then her, like, mum, Mexican mum, like, comes out of the hallway. It's like, is everything okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my mum definitely doesn't sound like that. (laughs) She's a character from Family Guy. (laughs) And the the worst thing was, is like, they put me to bed and it was fine. But I was, like, I was so hammered that I actually had an interview for a job the next morning. I had to just sack it off and then have a very, very awkward breakfast with her brother and her mum. Oh, God, I completely forgot about that. They had an interview the following day for a job. (laughs) Okay, that makes it so much worse. (laughs) I mean, it's already pretty bad. Slipping in his own vomit, crawling on the floor, I remember. But yeah, it was was pretty pretty bad. (laughs) I think my mum thought Archie was a bit of a klutz anyway, so... (laughs) But again, she thought he was very sweet. But yeah, I've been on the wrong side of mezcal before, so I know how I know how it feels, and it's not good. <laughs> I got this job working for this pretty shit company, but basically the only perk of it was that I got free meals at fancy restaurants all around London. So I saved up my kind of overtime hours, which were paid in tokens to go to these restaurants. Which kind of made the whole date thing seem a bit less, you know, like... He, I don't know, had spent loads of money on me to impress me. It was just his free vouchers. <laughs> I remember discussing that with the girls before. <laughs> it's like a voucher dinner. You know? Did he say that to you? I, I think I knew because he'd taken a group of the guys out for a posh dinner before. So I kind of knew that he, that was one of the perks of his job. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> He took me, it was somewhere along the river. 
the date was not going very well. Like we'd known each other for years, and I guess she wasn't sure what the format was. But I, I, I felt like it was kind of clear that I wanted to be on a date. Well, I didn't think it was a date. I was so keen to eat as much as possible, so I just absolutely stuffed my face. I can't remember what we ate, but it clearly was a lot of food, or a lot of rich food. We came out of the restaurant. I remember him saying that he just felt a bit weird or a bit odd. And then suddenly he just turned to the side. Threw up in a flower pot. (laughs) I just remember feeling a bit shocked. Not knowing what to do. I, I can't remember if I comforted him or not. I hope I did. But yeah, I do, I do remember being slightly put off, obviously, because he was throwing up everywhere. No, a kiss was not really on the cards after that. <laughs> right, so next thing, we wanted to hear Ella's side of the romantic holiday story. I think we met up in Portugal to begin with and then we went over to France and we decided we wanted to go to the Pyrenees for a few days. So we were kind of tracked around the Pyrenees and we were camping, it was really lovely. It was really hot, it was like sunshine every single day, like 30 degrees. And I don't think Archie had a cap with him. He's very fair. We kind of stopped off in this town and there were like loads of people camping there and it was a really nice kind of vibe of people playing guitar around the um, around a fire and um Archie said he was he was feeling ill. At which point I was kind of I just had enough, like I went and got some food and some supplies and and I um I think I ended up hanging out with the guys around the fire whilst he was being sick at the tent. It was really horrible of me, but (laughs) at the time I thought it was the right thing to do. Because I couldn't really do anything. He was being sick and, yeah. And you might as well have sick. Yeah, I know, that's really awful. (laughs) I regret that now. Sorry again, Archie. (laughs) One of the days when we were there, he had already felt quite ill. And then the day we arrived back at my parents' house, we also went to a party in the local kind of hall, like it was a local fete. And um, we drank quite a lot and, yeah, it was quite a late night and quite excessive as well. And then we came back. He was sleeping in the living room and I was sleeping upstairs in my room. My parents wouldn't let us stay in the same bedroom um, because my dad's very, (laughs) very embarrassed. And then the following morning, we all went down for breakfast. I don't know, like 10 or 11-ish, fairly late. And Archie still wasn't up, so I was kind of a bit, <laughs> a bit concerned. So I went into the living room. Firstly, I saw him, and he looked really, like, just thin and emaciated and pale and just really just not very well at all. 
I remember <laughs> I remember seeing that the bed sheets had come off the the mattress. By this point, I was like, okay, he's thrown up everywhere, and I was like, that's fine. Like we can just we can clear it up. Kind of walked in further, and I just, and I can't remember how he how he said it, but he pretty much said that he'd shut the bed. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Though. I had to say something. It was just. It was hard because my parents were there. They knew something wasn't right. I'm really bad at lying. And I probably had a like a smile on my face <laughs> of like shock horror and also just like, what the hell do we do in this situation? And at that point, my dad and stepmom had also walked into the room. To to my stepmom, the first thing I think she said was, we're going to have to burn the sheets. (laughs) And my dad, who already thought Archie was trying too hard to get me and to woo me, just looked really like kind of shook his head and and walked back out of the room. (laughs) I think I took him back to the to the airport. I think one of my parents may have driven us back. My stepmom was Archie's German teacher. I guess that just made it a whole whole lot worse for him. (laughs) And we wanted to find out what happened when Archie went home. We burnt the sheets. Yeah, they had to be burnt. That was the only way to get rid of them. He told me never to tell anyone, and I'm pretty sure I've told everyone, so I'm sorry for that, Archie. Um, It's the kind of story you can't not tell people. (laughs) I guess everyone knows now. And what's Ella's take-home advice for Archie? I think he just maybe takes things to excess a little bit, you know? Wear a hat in the mountains when it's sunny. Maybe you don't eat so much food and maybe drink a bit less. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe the fact that nothing really ever happened, like, that was more than just kind of kissing and, you know, and all these other things happened, which kind of remain at the front of our memories of of our kind of time together means that we were able to be friends rather than you know go off and do our own things and not talk to each other nice that the, it didn't ever become anything serious because you know maybe we wouldn't have stayed friends i guess at the time it would have been awful for him um And it's true that I probably giggled when I shouldn't have. But, yeah, he is a sweet friend and he, yeah, I'll always remember it fondly. (laughs) And it'll always make me laugh (laughs) when I think back at these times. Thanks so much to Ella for sharing her side of the story. We 
really enjoyed it. What I think is quite hilarious about this is that neither Archie or Ella have ever sat down to talk about this, but here they are doing this in a public forum. And it's interesting to hear two sides of the exact same story told by different people. Yeah, and the way that they pick up on slightly different aspects of the story. Thanks again for listening to Swipe Left, Swipe Left. Our next episode will be available next Tuesday. If you're loving the series, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us to get the word out. And don't forget to subscribe. And thanks again to George Taylor for our wonderful theme music, the track you can hear underneath this now. And thanks to Archie Crofton for all his brilliant artwork. And thanks to Connor Courtney for his marketing support and advice. And a big thanks to all of our friends who have harassed into sharing their stories. Swipe Left, Swipe Left is produced by us, Claire Crofton and Gavin Wong. Bye. Bye. Bye.